Hello, this is Cammy from Street Fighter 4. You're listening to Bunch of Dorks. Do I have to say dot com? Yes. Okay, I'll do it again. Here we go. Take two. <clears throat> Hello, this is Cammy from Street Fighter 4, and you're listening to Bunch of Dorks dot com. Cannon Spike! See this? This is my boomstick! Jim, what the hell's the matter with you? Well, baby, he's so horny. I'm funny how? I'm funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. Don't, don't, don't. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. What do you oh, mean, no, fuck, funny no, how? No, funny. Funny. Yes. Let's just pray I have the energy to get myself this another beer. This town needs an enema. My mom always said, life was like a box of chocolates. I still have You never know what you're going to get. You have failed me for the last time. Wrong, sir. Wrong. I was saying boo-earns. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. All right, all right. Well, hello, one and all. Um, welcome to BOD, show 177. Um, you can find us at www.bunchofdorks.com. Or go to iTunes and that thing with the search button and type it in. Bunch of dorks. Of course, if you're listening to me, I'm not exactly sure how you find found us, but the other thing. Um, and make sure you send emails to us at zenbone at hotmail.com. Um, all right. Uh, you can uh, you might be able to tell by now that this is going to be a solo show with just now, and that loud click you heard was Dan signing out. Bear with me, Dan. I promise not to be so depressing. Uh, uh, yes, and I'm also sober, so that's the other thing. Uh, basically, what happened was um, we did a show last week, and then I'll be out of town this coming weekend, and then the next weekend... Um, I'm going to go up and film um, Houston, a, 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 not a regular guest, but a, you know, a guest of the show now and then. He's having a farewell show for his friend up at Neptune's Lounge. Um, so that's next Friday. That's uh, I don't know what that is. October, blah, blah, blah. I think 28th or 29th, something like that. Uh, October 29th. Um, so I won't be able to do a show next weekend either. Uh, I would. But I'll be so hungover from the punk show filming and the next thing that I won't be doing a show. So my plan is to probably do one or two of this type of format where I'm going to bullshit a little bit and then drop in. I'll be dropping in more music than usual. We've, We've got a large stable of bands that don't get a lot of airplay with the two two uh, songs per show style. So every now and then if I do one of these, you know, I can throw in four music breaks. I hope you dig them. I'll link them to the show. And then, uh, yeah, all that. So, oh, we'll get down to business right away, though. Sorry, I've been blathering on. Uh, we did get a few emails, two emails. Um, the first one was from The Drunk saying, uh, what's with these last two shows? Lighten up. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that, Drunk. Uh, we'll try to get back to our normal, stupid selves soon. Uh, the last, the content of the last two shows was kind of, uh, not downer, but more serious topics and we're more along the lines of, uh, fart jokes and slide whistles. So, 
I promise I'll get to that. He also offered to do um, to come on and, and uh, be a guest. We will be taking you up on that offer, just not in the near future. I mean, by, by that I mean, of course, these next two weeks ain't going to happen. After that, uh, we'll we'll figure something out, you know. Um, the Drunk Works Nights, we do this usually, uh, usually we do the show Friday nights, but you never know, Saturday taping, whatever. He's doing a lot of stuff with the uh, local 501. I'm not even going to butcher this whole info thing. It's a Star Wars gimmick. They do only volunteer work, and he has a big wampa suit. Go to mywampa.com, and you'll see his ginormous project and all the love that he's getting for that. It is quite impressive. So, um, yeah, and again, I'm not going to go too deep into it because that would just be blasphemous uh, compared to what he'll be able to tell you about all that other stuff. And the second one was from somebody in San Diego. Um, I'm going to just call him Zoo, whatever. He wrote in and said uh, thanks for the show, that he loves it, and he listens to us on his daily commute. And I wondered if he was going to the San Diego Zoo anytime, and then I wondered how he got my email if he's in a car. Hopefully he didn't do that at the same time. Well, he lived. So anyway, he had lived long enough to hit send. Thank you for your email, and we hope that you keep listening. Um, all right. I don't know. What, oh, you know what? Um, I'm going to go to music break, and then uh, when we get back, I'm going to talk about the color of the day. Ooh, what could he be talking about? I don't know. Okay, enjoy.
excuse me while I whip this out. All right, excuse me while I whip that out. That was Space Party with Gumshoe. Uh, again, any songs that you dig off of this show will be linked to the show notes at bunchofdorks.com. To finish my uh, thought from previous th- from previously, uh, anyone that's in the area that knows where Neptune's Lounge is, that's in... I don't know, Dunedin or Palm Harbor. Sorry, I'm not. Re- I'm real fuzzy with the, uh, yeah, details. But anyway, October 29th, or did I say 28th? Damn it! Now I have to like look. I- I'm so harebrained. I have to like look again. Yeah, the 29th. So if you're in the area, Florida, um, October 29th, uh, in the Dunedin Palm Harbor area, area, look up. Uh, Neptune's Lounge. It's this really funky place. It's half bike shop, half uh, um, rock bar place. And Houston and his buddies have it for the whole night. So they are going to be wrecking the joint. Um, make sure you make the road trip. Come on up. Find a way. It's going to be off the charts. And then you'll also be filmed by me uh, with the big expensive camera that will be put away when I get too drunk and... Then I'll film the rest of it on a phone, which everyone tells me. My phone has the same thing. Blah, blah, blah. No, it doesn't. Okay. Um, you know, as I alluded to earlier, what is the color of the day? Now, that's going to mean a lot of different pe- things to a lot of different people, especially where uh, we work. But moving on, um, I read a tweet today, uh, yesterday or this morning. It's not, that was this morning, saying, I'm wearing purple, are you? And I thought, huh? But I just kind of just moved on in life and, you know, whatever. And I went to, uh, when I got to work, and then I was like, I was wondering, I was like, what's that about? So then I, like, looked it up. That's right, folks. National Don't Bully People now has a color. If if you got a color, pretty soon you're going to have a magnetic ribbon. And as soon as you have a magnetic ribbon, well, my friend... You've made it. So, uh, look for a purple ribbon to signify don't beat up people coming to a bumper in front of you soon on 19 or wherever you live. I guess that's a good thing. Um, I'm kind of likening it to the end of the Internet. Um, Well, the end of anonymous anonymity. I can't say that word right. I'm sorry, everyone. Being anonymous on the Internet. um, I think... There's going to be certain key events in life that will cause the demise of that, and this is one of them to me. Could be wrong. Whatever. Basically, if you're a bully, uh, punch yourself in the face until you fall down. And if you're not a bully, uh, I encourage you to go beat up one. All right. And that's going to be my service announcement for Purple Day. Uh, You know... I have to go to Orlando this weekend, and it's uh, not, it's it's business, not, not not pleasure. So I'm just dreading it. I have God, I might actually just even take off Monday, just so I actually have a weekend, which is so selfish. But I do that sometimes because I just uh, I really enjoy two days off. And when I have things that are like not work, but like things I have to do, I don't feel like like I like the whole weekend thing has has uh, come about. Whatever. You know how it is. Everyone has their own, like, uh, thing. So, boy. I'm trying to think what else. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, 
And earlier I said, oh yeah, I read a tweet or whatever. Yes, that's right. For those of you who know me, I'll encourage you to get back up off the floor and maybe sniff some smelling salts. Yes, I actually signed up for Twitter. I said I would. I said I did, I did like long ago. And then of course, like typed one thing and said, out oh, of the hell with this. And then just recently, um, I wanted to see, uh, Tosh.0 had, had that on there. And I know, you know, Promi is like has as much as Rhode Island or some crazy thing like that. Like he has a lot of followers. So I was like, well, let me see what I'm missing, you know. So by, by a miracle, I remembered what I had signed up under. And then there, the lo and behold, there it was. And I, you know, and I went to look at Tosh and then, um, uh, yeah, then I just started doing it again. I mean, it, I, I don't think I use it like how hipsters or hip in the know people use it, but I, I'm, I'm getting there. I understand it a little bit, you know. Bear with me if you get some random stupid posts. Um, those of you who know me and are, are, are following me, then you will be like, oh, yeah, that's about right for his broken head. But also, um, I'm not, uh, I don't know. I'm 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 fairly good with some tech stuff like cameras and video equipment, and I'm not the best. I mean, nobody's the best, but I I mean I know how to edit stuff. I know how to work in computers and stuff, and I fair I, I feel that I'm fairly savvy. But there's some stuff I totally just stay away from, it, like the social networking thing. And this to me is like the epitome of why is it there? And I think most people that know me would know that. So. That's why I'm going to say it doesn't really match my personality, but it's one of those things I want to try for a little bit again. I mean, uh, I got to see what, all, what what the hell Promi's writing. Plus, I also sent out when I put a new show up, so yay for that. Um, hey, maybe uh, we'll get past the uh, 30 or so listeners. No, I don't even know how many. We, um, we have more than that, but it's one of those things where you always want more. So I guess I'll just start doing the social network stuff and... See if we can, uh, if I can push the listenership up higher and higher. Which reminds me, remember, God, I sound like I'm a shill now. Which reminds me to uh, go out to iTunes, and if you download us, please uh, pop in some, hey, they're great, and we wish you would put them on the front page uh, comments. So we gain popularity, so people know more about us. That would be wonderful. I'm not saying sponsorship, and I'm not, you know, one of the shows I, I, well, there's a there's a couple shows I listen to that are always, that they ask for, like, money, and I, I really, uh, to me, it sounds odd. I mean, I guess from their perspective, they're like, look, we're doing this, and we want to make money at it, but I never really considered that, like, that's not the working model, you know what I mean? Like, you do this, or you do a, a TV show, or whatever, and you get you don't get your money from the people you're you're presenting to. You get the money from people that are like the extraneous. You know, they want to attach their product to what you're saying, kind of thing. Um. So every time I hear like, oh, you know, you should send us ten bucks or send us ten bucks, and you can be a sponsor of the show. I know at grassroots that that makes sense because this is all, you know, grassroots style, um, you know, entertainment, but. It always kind of strikes me. There's one or two. Sh- there's one show that the guy does like three different shows, and I swear he he's like just constantly like chiseling away at like send us money or send us buy this or buy that stuff. You know, he's saying it's really it's odd to me. I don't. So yeah, 
So, I, you know, if you want to send me money, go ahead, but I'm not going to be waiting for any, because I didn't give you any information on where to send it. So, yeah, that thing. I just, uh, I, I think people should really realize podcasts and websites are there for, so, I mean, some websites obviously make money. I mean, uh, if, if Promi was here, my, my God, this would be a 40-minute argument about money and the internet, which I don't know. I get snowed by random trivial facts. But bottom line is, I think, like, podcasts and public access shows, they're just there to, to for the, by the people, for the people kind of thing, you know. Uh, so I want to get here and rant about whatever, like those dumbass signs that people put up for uh, politicians, then, then that's my right, but I'm not going to make any money on it. Which, there's like, <laughs> it's funny, where on, on my drive home, there's like a, and there's like gas stations that you, they're not gas stations now they used to be. So anywhere there's like a dilapidated building, that's like where people put up their signs. I always wanted to make like a fake sign that just said like you know, if you need a sign to tell you who to vote for, you're retarded or or you know, this place is for the best sign or something like. Just make up like fake gag ones and just start putting them in front of them. But they they'd probably just get ripped down. But uh, boy. <laughs> those guys with the signs, with the politician signs, man, they get angry. Like, not angry, but they really mean, like, what they say, and they are just, I don't know, who, like, do you, I mean, who the hell decides, like, by a sign, or, oh, well, that lady looks like she wouldn't kill me, I'll, I'll vote for that guy. It, it makes, it, it's so, there's a lot about our, our government to me that really, Makes me kind of scratch my head and say, wow, you, this is, I don't think this is the way it was drawn up, but I guess it is. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It, and please, if you know me, don't listen to this and then tell me, come to educate me about our politics, because I don't talk about religion or politics with anyone that I know, because I hate it, and I don't talk about that stuff. Um I mean, I'll talk on on air because there's no one going to argue with me. Well, you should thing with the thing, and it's a right that people died in the muck for in the 1800s. I don't care. Good, good, good for you, and that's fine. And if you want to be that person, go yay Democrats or Republicans or whatever the hell you you believe in. But uh, to me, they're all equally worthless. To quote the uh, Full Metal Jacket. Okay, well, I'm going to go to another music break. And when I get back, I will think of something else to talk about. Probably during the music break, so enjoy that. You dick!
All right, all right, and we're back. And by we're back, I mean I'm back. That song is from a Japan Night sampler that was sent to me by Audrey Benton, Benton Records. Um, I forget the name. I don't know the name of it. It's written in Japanese. I have to get it translated. But that song, it actually makes me like well up with tears. I love it so much. Uh, it's uh, to me, it sounds so powerful. Don't know what she's singing. Don't have to. Uh, if you know the, who that, what group that is, or what she's saying, email me at zenbone at hotmail and uh, hotmail dot com and please enlighten me, cause wow, she is one hell of a singer, and that is one hell of a band. All right. Um, I wanted I you know the other day I was thinking about. Promi had said he never saw the... I sent out this uh, ukulele version of The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly to a couple of people. And Promi wrote back, Oh, I always wondered what that was from. And I fell out of my chair, then got back up and said, You mean you've never watched the the Man With No Name trilogy, the Sergio Leone Man With No Name trilogy? And he said, No. And I said, Well, you need to take a week off and watch them over and over for a week. Because they're awesome. And... That prompted me to think, I wonder um, what, which would be a more influential trilogy, either to movies or to society. The Sergio Leone, Man With No Name trilogy, you know, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, uh, uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, you know, those, or the original Star Wars trilogy. Now, each has its merits, like... And I know one can't, you know, there'd be one camp or or the other camp, you know, but I, if you look at them, you know, I think both have their merits. I, I could argue either way, you know, the Leone films, they're visually stunning, even when nothing is happening. You can't take your eyes off the screen because it's, you're looking at such grandeur and beauty and then it smashes you in the face, you know, well, then you, then there's Clint Eastwood and Bay Brandy. Uh, and then, you know, then there's the other side of the coin, which would be, you know, the cultural influence that Star Wars created. You know, I, I don't know. It's not a clear cut. I, I sent that question out to, uh, to, you know, to various people and I haven't gotten an answer back. So I guess, um, uh, a friend at work who's a movie buff like me said, oh, Leone, like he didn't even bat an eye. And I was like, well... Okay, I can, I'm not going to argue. Again, I'm not arguing. Either one could be right or wrong. So, if you have your pick, weigh in. I might actually put that as a poll. I don't know. I I, uh, I don't know. Sometimes I put polls up on the uh, on the, on the site. You know, maybe I'll uh, tweet the deets later. I heard that on Tosh. I don't even know what that means. I'm assuming you mean tweet, send things out. I don't know. Tweet the details. Tweet the deets. God, I'm old. Okay. Uh, you know, I was uh, I was kind of wondering... I like to look at things like historical perspective type of things, you know. And I, I always kind of wonder, what is this age going to be summed up like? You know, you know, like if you look at the, like the VH1 montage, or like, you know, the news montage. You know, how it was like the 60s were just the flower power and all that. There was so much more involved, but... They, like, condense it down to just five shitty songs that everyone's heard so much they can, you know, hum them in their sleep. 
and like a couple really powerful news bits. Now, what, each each like decade or each era has that. I don't know what that's going to be for us. Is it going to like I don't know what this era is producing. I mean, like, like you don't. I have a hard time thinking of what. Okay, what is historically meaningful, and what's just who cares? You know, what's going to be made fun of on VH1, and what's going to be part of that all important? This is what we're going to show you every time we talk about this era montage. You know, what I mean, like, it's. Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't think a lot of the technological stuff that we think is so cool. I don't even know if it's going to make it into the montage. It might. I mean, some of it might. I don't know. Uh, Twitter? I don't know. You know, I know the social networking thing is probably at least substantial enough. But how? But how long is it going to hold up? You know, there was what? What was? What was before? Was it like Facebook? And then there was one before or after that? Or MySpace? Remember that? That was like it came and went, and then this one's here. Now, if what if it gets replaced quickly, like like chat roulette, that was around. I don't hear anything about it anymore, so I'm assuming it just, you know, the constant barrage of schlong just kind of made it boring, so no one went back there, or or everyone discovered how much, how little they wanted to actually randomly talk to people. Uh, maybe it's still popular. I don't know. Maybe there's freaking chat roulette parties that I don't get invited to, which would be. Right, because that's I don't want to be at those parties anyway. So uh, who knows? I'm very curious though. I don't know how reflective you are as you get older either. Though that's the other thing. You're like, mm, I don't know if people from the '60s like look back on the I love the '60s montages or or like you know the VH1 I love the '60s and go that's just how it was, man. Or if they get nostalgic about it or if they get indignant about it. I know, like, when I watch, uh, uh, like, I love the 80s. That's always one of those funny things. I watch it, and I kind of, like, I go, oh, yeah, you know, that's funny. We were stupid. Like, that that was my era. Like, you know, I was, I was, I was at my prime, or not my prime, but I was in, in my teens was the 80s, you know. So, that was, like, but it was 80s small town, sh- like, shit town. So, we, I don't think small towns get the cultural, like, we d- we didn't get everything that the eighties had to offer, I guess. You know what I mean? Like like it was just like uh, there were, we we weren't close enough to any like metropolitan mecca where the all the fashion and all the the crap came down to it. You know what I mean? There wasn't there was some of it, but never it was never enough. And that was before the internet, boys and girls. I, I you I don't think people understand what that was like. Um. You know, you, you had to actually seek out information. It wasn't shoved into your face. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't put on a wedding cake and smashed into your into your eyes. I don't know why I said wedding cake, coconut cream pie. You know, like it wasn't shoved down your freaking throat, is what I'm trying to say. So, I don't know. It's very curious, and I don't know why I'm pondering these things with you guys, and I don't know if, if you're going to ponder them with me. Okay, time for music break. Uh, I'll be back. What do you know from funny, you bastard?
All right, and I'm back. That was uh, from the soundtrack, a soundtrack from the game Shank, which is a downloadable game for the PS3 or the 360. I advise, if you own one of those systems, to at least do the demo because it is crazy fun. The controls are intuitive, and it's just all kinds of kick-ass. Um, we will link to their site uh, for those who are more interested in learning more about Shank, the video game. And I'm going to uh, pretty much close out tonight with just talking a little bit. One of the things that just came about this week was the PS3 now uh, streams Netflix without the disc. Um, I've actually... I didn't really do a whole lot with the PS3 system. Um, I haven't been video gaming very much at all. I mean, I've been playing mostly pinball, which that's my first love anyway, but I do like video games as well. Um, and, but I was using the PS3 only for streaming Netflix. I have like 500 movies in my online queue. I don't know what's normal and what isn't. I would assume that's excessive, but I don't know. I wish I could have, they'd have a button that would just say click all. Like, I just want all there. I don't know. That's They'd probably be like, no, we're not doing that. But um, I do have to... The, the, the new thing is you download... Now you don't need the disc for watching Netflix on the PS3. Yay for that. I don't think it matters, but it's less wear and tear on the system. And the other, the other thing I have to compliment um, Netflix for... They have... Now, I if you are a, lo- a long-time listener or, you know, if you just found the show and you start listening, you're going to realize I have not the oddest, but probably one close to the oddest taste in movies that you're going to find. Um, I'm all over the map. I mean, I love B movies. I, my favorite is sci-fi. My second favorite is kung fu. They run neck and neck. I can't say one over the other. I love Godzilla movies. I love new movies. I love old movies. I love 80s movies. I love spaghetti westerns. Like, I, I am literally all over the freaking map. Um, my all, my, I, I would say my choices are first sci-fi, then kung fu, then B-movies, then stupid action movies, then time travel movies. I guess that would be lumped in with sci-fi. Then, uh, nothing. I don't know. Who cares? At that point, who cares? But anyway, Netflix is getting more and more of these crazy, obscure, like, B-movies and sci-fi movies and crap that you would never think would be on there. You know, like, those 70s exploitation biker movies are on there and, and, you know, on the instant queue. So I can just, like, queue them up and watch them all the time. The old sci-fi movies, the weird ones, you know, the brain that wouldn't die and, and, you know, all that kind of shit. And... I'm very thankful, because that is the stuff you wouldn't think would be there. Although, why wouldn't it be? I'm sure they don't pay, they don't even, probably don't even pay for that. Like, if, you know what I mean, they just, just upload it. Like, I don't even, what would they care it would be there? But I wouldn't assume it would be there. And I'm constantly being surprised, um, by the selection of, you know, of this online service. To the point where I don't buy DVDs anymore. Now, that's good and bad. Um, good for me, because I used to spend a lot of money on DVDs, now I don't see the point of it. <sighs> Big gulp of water. That's good. Air, air, yeah, moving on. Um, now, it's, like I said, yay for me, but I don't, I, I think the impact of, like, Netflix is gonna be astronomical to the DVD sales. 
I don't see, I can't see why you would buy a movie anymore when you can just always have it there. And like once I watch it, unless I say remove from my queue, it's always there. It's always gonna be there. Unless I stop paying for Netflix. Or, you know, and I have the three, three discs come in the mail also. So the, the newer stuff is getting cycled through with the discs, while all the other stuff is just always there, you know. I don't know, it's just one of it's, I, I think that is kind of significant in that it's going to change consumer habits, maybe. I mean, I, I'm assuming it's all going to move towards it's going to be in the in the TV anyway, but I don't know. I don't know that. Like, I thought we were going to be further along with, like, computer and TV technology. You know, I, I envisioned us having no laptops, no actual computers to speak of. Aside from maybe like a little box aside of your TV, even not even that. I thought we would be at that point. Now everyone keeps going nodding their head and saying, "Yep, that's where we're headed." Well, eh, well, whatever. We'll see. I hope. I, I don't need. The, I don't need this box. I mean, I, I I think we'll always have some sort of like cloud computing device, so kids can go to school and say, "Look, I did my homework" or whatever. But I don't think. I think in in like the future that people look at books and say, "What's that big dumb thing there?" And they'll be like, "Well, Johnny, that was a well, Zaborg, that was a uh, a computer, and they used to be a separate unit at the desk." And the kids will be like, "Well, what the hell are you talking about?" You know, as they're flying their jetpack and eating their meals in pills. Yeah, none of that. Anyway, uh, boy, yeah, how sick are scientists of about hearing of the? Uh, Jetpacks and hover car, cover cars, or jet. I think jetpacks are the big one. Uh, I remember seeing a, a robot chicken spoof on that, where they're like, "Look, look at all we've accomplished. Would you shut the hell up about the uh, the jetpacks?" Well, if it was on Gilligan's Island, it had to be real, and there was one. So, and Gilligan screwed it up. That pot smoking hippie. All right. Well, I guess that's gonna be it. Like I said, these are kind of like more. These are more like supplementals. This is not the new format, and nobody's gone from the show. You're not stuck with me. Uh, this is just one of those things where I knew it would be a couple of weeks till we got around to doing a full-on show, so I figured do a you know music-intensive show, do show, showcase a couple of the bands that have uh, graciously given us their talents, and uh, you know keep us rolling. So I'm gonna go out with a song. I, mean, I don't even know who I'm gonna pick yet, but. I will probably pop in, say who they are, and then be gone with Land of the Lost and Roar. So, thanks for listening. Um, keep those email coming. Keep those emails coming, and uh, welcome to San Diego Zoo. And uh, all right, we'll talk to you all soon.
All right. As promised, uh, that was Electric Frankenstein with your emotion, your emotions, sorry, plural. And um, uh, I know, don't bother pointing out that I played Cammy's promo for us twice. That's because I like it. And roar. <laughs> 